guys and gals, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, a place where we ready ourselves to give an answer for the hope that's in us. We will also try to answer your questions, random questions from the interwebs, and have some fun too. So put some seatbelts on your ears because we're in for a wild ride. Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am one of your hosts, Brad Silliker. I'm another host, Andrew Beckwith. And I am Matthew Barber. Oh, guys, nice to see you this evening. And for those of you that are watching from home, it is awesome to see you here with us tonight. I want to do a couple of quick things right off the bat, and then we're going to get into the episode. Welcome to episode 95, Live, Laugh, Love, Fight. What could this episode bring? Feels like a book. Doesn't that feel like a book title? Nice. Yeah. 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 I'm having a hard time sharing this thing. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So you're going to want to make sure you stay tuned, guys, because tonight we are sharing stories from the quarantine zone, things that have gone on in our life over the past week. We are settling a tie tonight that I don't want to, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but we may save a life tonight. It. I'm just, I'm just wow. saying, I'm just saying. Intense. Uh, we are looking at a time-tested scripture that we know, all know very well, uh, but we're going to take some time to read over it tonight, and you're not going to want to miss that. And we are also having a fight of superheroes, and we'll see. We're also ha- fighting right now, silently. Silently, there is a feud going on. Yeah, hopefully you can all tell. And uh, we've got some great things, videos to share with you. Hey, Matt, you shared it. You did it. It just popped up. Congratulations. All right. Minimum requirement, success. Uh, But thank you. Thank you for that share. Anyway, uh, so if you want to find out more about this podcast and what you're watching right now, because by this point you're asking, what have I done? You can go over to OxfordHolyClub.com to find out more information about us, your hosts. You can find us on the social medias and you can, uh, you can check merch. You can submit tiebreakers. There's all kinds of stuff that you can do over on our website. Uh, and we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram as well. If you like audio more than you like video, then the podcast audio will either be out later tonight or for sure by lunchtime tomorrow and that that is a silica guarantee so it's it's wow. going guys i don't i haven't it's been 95 episodes i've never said it until now that's how confident i feel that that audio is coming uh and that's like a that's oh, like a queen pinky promise okay is that no is you, that you guys a thing? Haven't, never heard you guys of it haven't been sucked into trolls too yet oh yes yeah, yeah i watched that sorry rented it yesterday we've had to watch it twice Uh, And finally, um, if you can make sure that you share the show, just like what Matt was doing. Matt, Matt didn't share it twice because of some mistake. Matt shared it twice to demonstrate the importance of sharing because we have learned caring. I shared it it, once, liked it once. It popped up on my, on my screen that you shared it twice. Anyway, um, sharing is caring, Andrew. That's fantastic. And why don't I just give it over to you? Because okay. it's not it's not you next. That's why it's me. We're going to talk about... <laughs> I'm sorry. We are going to catch up and see what's going on. Oh, we should also make mention that we're down a man tonight. We got... We are? We, we, awkward. <laughs> wow, that's, that's awkward. That's the reason that the intro went so well. <laughs> we didn't have Lucas here to gum it up. Hey, 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 hey. Listen, you know he's not feeling well sitting at home, hopefully sharing and watching along with us, and he'll be in chat perhaps. Um, but Lucas is not with us tonight. Feel better, my man. And we're thinking of you and saying only the best things. Simply the best. Simp- you're simply the best. Andrew, talk to us. What's been going on since we've talked since last week? Okay. So some of you may remember in February, uh, I'd preached and I used some fish 
Oh, uh, yes. Okay, now I remember the discussion. <laughs> yes, because we talked about PETA and animal rights. I preached and I used some fish, some goldfish, as a sermon illustration. And it was the best ever. It worked really well. And everybody clapped. Everyone was saved. Yeah. When when did you purchase the fish? Just want I just want to get a good timeline. Uh it, so I preached the 23rd of February. So it would have been the week before at some point. So like 22nd? No, no. I was early. I wanted to make sure that I safely had them and transferred them and took good care of them. Okay. Got them acclimated. Yeah. yeah, I got them acclimated to the conditions, the climate. Right. Anyways, so as I was saying, I preached and I used <laughs> these fish. And I, I mentioned it on the podcast. And there was a lot of questions mm-hmm. about whether or not I was going to properly care for the fish. And yeah, I now have an answer. I assured everyone <laughs> that I would take good care of the fish. People people thought that they weren't going to live a week. Okay. Oh, okay. That's, so that was the bar success, I had to reach. Okay, this is yeah. a success story. Anyway, <laughs> with all of the stuff going on in the world now, I have some terrible, terrible news. Yeah, that's what we want. To Lay share, it on us. To share we, with everybody. Should we? No, do, I think do, we should just roll it. Do, just to roll it? Yeah, just yeah, roll it. I think so. I think it speaks. It's- <laughs> now, listen. I'm so sorry, Andrew. Matt, you've worked in the funeral business. I have, I have. as clergy, have had to do funerals. Um, That's the easy part, by the way. Any, listen, well... Anytime we're talking about a time of death or when the de- you know when they departed, we got some pretty clear um, you know a pretty clear timeline of when yeah, the bookends are there. The bookends are there. I noticed some ambiguity in in your t- uh, time of death and beginning. Well, I wasn't there at their birth, and I didn't ask the fish store guy for a, for a dob. Uh, Which tells me you weren't invested at all. So listen, I do need to say that I still have two of the three fish. They are alive. I mean, that's still a pass. And I mean, that's pretty good. It's been almost two months. Yeah, well, that's better than anybody expected. They've they've had a good life. I do also want to say, whoa, whoa, whoa! I need to clarify that the fish bowl in that picture is not where they lived. That was just where I kept them while I got the tank ready. (laughs) Quick question. Yeah, you're essentially uh, like the Joe Exotic of fish. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I have a quick question, Andrew. I, I remember, if I remember the story right, you bought See, these look, fish. These call me out. I, they did not live in the Rose Bowl. It was just Lucas has already called the SPCA. When, when, yeah. you, when you got these fish, you kept them in your office at the church. You didn't bring them home for the kids. These were Andrew's fish. Yeah, and so, they still are alive. Hold on, them. but you don't, You ha- I think we know the cause of death at least has been COVID-19 because you've been kicked out of your office and can't go back in those poor I, fish. No, 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 that's untrue. You're trying to smear me right now. Here's the I sad part. I go back and I, and Statist- I feed the fish. Here's the, here's the sad part. Statistics show that uh, the other two fish will probably be dead within the next four weeks. Well, from loneliness, am I not? Am, I, am I wrong? Because they're goldfish. From the grief. <laughs> from grief. No one's offering grief counseling for these poor fish. What are their names? <laughs> yeah. Do they have names? So that was Frank Jr. Jr. There's Frank and there's Frank Jr. Oh, boy. Okay. You didn't even care to name them. That, no. They have names. Well, they have a name. 
they have a name with the two initials after. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, see, Scott, it was probably Wayne's fault for playing air hockey with them. He probably <laughs> killed them, not me. Oh, I mean, well, one of them. Fingers. Two of them are still alive. Who invites yeah. goldfish to play air hockey? Well, and Lucas has got the over-under going here. What are the odds that the fish see the next episode? <sighs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bring hey, we, we want proof of life. Bring nobody those. even remember the fish existed, and now I'm like some fish murderer. Welcome, welcome to the 2000s where nobody cares about it until it's gone, and then everybody throws a fit. <laughs> I made a nice memorial video for Frank Jr. Jr. Yeah, with the lone picture. You, could you bring the fish next week? Could they make an appearance just for proof of life? Um, I could take a video. I'm not nah, gonna drive bad. them home. No, nah, there'd be a great little spot. Waters. Put them, put them right up. In that top corner of your screen, there, opposite, like, like on that top shelf, we keep an eye on them. Yep, right there. You got it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the spot. <laughs> Lucas says he's growing shade from his sick bed. You should get that checked out, Lucas. Maybe you know what that means. Me either. Hey, I do want to give a quick shout out to Patricia Morton, who's here. What? Hey, Patricia. She likes Patsy. P- Patsy. That's right, Patsy. Patsy. Glad, glad you're here, Randy Downing. Nice to see you. Glad you're here, Randy. Yeah, and, Randy Pastor's down in Shediac. Okay, and Scott, that big team challenge guy. Oh, very cool. And 180 yeah. is here. I see as well. As always, we're working on getting that guy on the show. Did you? Did you reach out to him? No, because you guys told me not to. No, I, I specifically told you to reach out to him. Then you gave me That's a thumbs up in chat. It. Not how I read it. Let me let's bring up the record. <laughs> anyway, that, I'm gonna tell you about my week. Yeah, please. Uh, so it was Easter, of course. I think we'd be amiss since we didn't talk about it at all last week. Uh, <laughs> we mentioned that it's Easter, Easter has passed. Uh, it was a very different Easter for everybody. Uh, I want to. I do want to say Hillside Baptist did something cool this year uh, through their kids program. Uh, where it was like an Easter egg hunt, but in your car and you had to travel around the community and they would tell you the street, but then you'd have to drive down the street to look for the giant egg that we posted in one of their congregants windows. And it had a symbol and it told the whole story, Jesus story. And so it was really cool. Our kids loved it. And uh, they had a nice display set up at the church after that you would drive by. And yeah, so the kids loved that. That was a lot of fun. Really well done. Hmm. And then we had our traditional Easter supper here at the Barber household, smoked ribs. I'm telling you. I, this Tra- is, this that is, is traditional Easter. Yep. This is going to come across. <laughs> this Easter like smoke ribs. Smoke this ribs. is going to come across very, uh, very boastful. But I, I'm going to throw out a challenge right now. That when we're all able to get back together, um, I'm, I'd, be, I'd have a competition with whoever wants to try me. Uh, I make the absolute best ribs out there stack me up against swish la put me up against sandy bear i don't care whoever makes ribs you pick the basically uh, the exact same restaurants <laughs> that's essentially two the french, french, french swish oh my goodness you have a diverse uh diverse rib like <laughs> so not even montana's the ones that are like actually uh, famous montana's for is terrible I, I, I need i need to get my palate up to speed here so i'm uh, Aaron, I'm going to St. Hubert for the ribs. Now I'm <laughs> mm, okay. So now something I'm different. I make the best ribs out there. I'm gonna I'm gonna compete against you, but I'm just gonna kind of throw the competition just so I can. Andrew brings ribs. fish, buddy. You're invited. You can be a judge. You don't have to cook. You just be a judge. Okay. Because like, you go against me for everything anyway, <laughs> and so for me to actually win you over, I think would show more. Talk us through the process. We have the time. What happens? Three, two, one. Three, two, one. That's how it goes. You get your ribs. So I'm going to put that down. You get your ribs. 
and oh, here we go. the night before. Okay. Here's the trick that a lot of people don't know when you're making ribs. I don't care if you're putting them in the oven. Uh, uh, oh, Scott. Absolutely. Scott. Scott there. Uh, so here's what you do. Your ribs, you take your ribs, you flip them over. Okay. And not a lot of people know this. There's a membrane that runs along the backside, the underside of the ribs. You just make a slice right across one of the bones. You get yourself a paper towel and you work up the edge of this membrane and then you can peel it right off. If you don't get that membrane off, it is going to be the toughest hunk of meat that you ever had. Get that membrane off. Boom. Slap it down the other way. Mustard. Prepared mustard. Yeah. Write this down. Prepared <laughs> mustard. Rub mustard on it. Then you got your own this. dry rub. Okay. You got a dry rub. You got to put on this thing. Keep it simple. You go with garlic. You go with onion. You go with salt. You go with pepper. You go with a little bit of paprika. And if you're feeling hot, a little bit of chili pepper. All right. Crazy. Rub that on. Wrap those babies up. Put them in the fridge for at least 12 hours. Next day, get them out. Get the Tia nose. Yeah. I see. That's a t-shirt right there. That's a t-shirt. Yes. Remove the membrane. Mm. Uh, So then what you got to do is get the smoker at 225 degrees. That's it. 225 degrees. And then you get the ribs on there. I don't have a smoker. Then don't bother. You get the ribs on the smoker. Three hours at 225. Lots of smoke. Okay. Next, get it up to about 260 for two hours wrapped up. But what I do is I take, I make a coffee. Don't put anything in it. No sugar, no coffee, bit of soy sauce, some real garlic. Boom, boom, boom. Mix that up and pour it into the foil. Wrap that up. Two hours on the heat. Coffee. Yep. Two hours on the heat wrapped. Then at the end, crack open that foil. Get your sauce. Homemade sauce here, of course. Mm-hmm. Sauce those ribs up. Leave them open for an hour. Three, two, one. Boom. Get them out. Let them rest for 15 minutes off the heat. Chop them up. Serve them. Eat them. So how Best many ribs. hours all together? Uh, on the smoker, you're six hours on. Um, six hours on the smoker, but you want to start 12 hours ahead of time. Hey, Lucas is really um, throwing some shade at you. Wow. Yeah. Why spend 20 bucks when you could spend 12 hours of your time? I get it, Matt. It's a hobby. It's, it's a, a hobby. I enjoy it. Yeah. I enjoy it. So yep. Lucas, mm, anyway, it's a hobby. It's a lot of fun. So that was my, that was our Easter weekend. It was very good. Oh, I'd love to contrast your lovely story of, uh, of the kids and their Easter extravaganza with one of my own, which I have called uh, the Charlottetownopoly live disaster. Oh, no. And you may be surprised to know that um, Charlottetown has its own Monopoly version called Charlottetownopoly. And so, I've seen it. as you would suspect, yeah, and it's, it's right over here. As you would suspect, all the places around the board are places around here, around Charlottetown. And so this was my like idea. What? Oh, um, Can well, I try and guess a few? Yeah, please do. I UPEI? Yes. Um, Confed Center? Uh, yep. Peaks Key? Yes. Oh. Um... The Delta? Uh, no, I don't think the Delta's on there. Mm. Um, the the uh, C, uh, the the raceway, the horse races. I don't know what that's called. Uh, so it may have gone been- down to Charlottetown. Uh, what was that? that was the old <laughs> slogan for it? Um, I can't remember what it was now. Anyway, the driving park. But anyway, anyway yeah. so uh, my, my idea was this: we needed an activity to get out of the house and just go do something. And so, made I, Marion's was I, made Marion's made, on there. No, it's not, but it should be. Uh, yeah. I said, why Peter don't Pants? why don't we no why don't we take a picture of the board 
and and go on out and find all of these places and we'll take our picture at them, stuff like that. So, you know, the kids were okay with the idea the day before. So that was the plan. We're going to do that. And then that kind of escalated a little bit into we reached out to some neighbors around and said, hey, why don't we make this a race? You know, you take your family and your vehicle, go do this and we'll see who gets done first. So th- that was not what the kids wanted to do. And, and then the kids remembered that they hate taking pictures. And the entire day, from the moment they got up until after lunch, they fought and argued with each other in, like, like I'd not seen before. And so we're dealing with this. So, you know, the, the, the smart thing to do is when you're in quarantine and isolation uh, is to take them out of your, what are we in here? We're in a duplex, 1,100 square feet duplex, and then shove them into a smaller space while they fight, take pictures they don't want. Belted and drive around it it was it was awful yeah it was it was so bad guys guys it was so bad i mean i had to pray and ask forgiveness for how angry and upset i was at those children it was not good did you yell uh, uh, you know i i haven't yelled at them in anger in a long time Oh yeah, I'm probably about two hours ago. But, uh, <laughs> but that is the. By the way, Mike is correcting me. Uh, the place to be is the CDP, the okay. Charlottetown Driving Park. There you go. Anyway, what the, other Mike? What other places would be on the Charlottetownopoly board? Mike would know this better than I would. He didn't even grow up there. So the end of this story is that it was a, just a train wreck. Just and now, a, Brad only has one kid. Just a train wreck. Oh my goodness. You know what? They, uh, they came home we sent them to their rooms and they were there for quite some time and, and they gained some kind of appreciation apparently for each other. Cause when it was over, they probably had the rest, the rest of the day was probably the best day together that they'd ever had. I'm not sure what the lesson is for me as a parent right now, because it seemed like it was, it was like a bipolar type of day. It's the only way I can describe it where it was like wild and they were upset and then all of a sudden they were fine afterwards so yeah what's the longest you've sent your kid to the room for uh, depends on the kid just because of the age yeah uh, and harmony harmony likes her room so i don't know half hour for harmony and that's like half hour of i'm not coming in i'm not talking to you because you're so worked up and then Jaden, maybe 10 minutes he's eight years old oh, uh, yeah there you go Oh, no follow up. No, <laughs> I can't send my kids to the room because they share room, so they would just continue to terrorize one another. Oh yeah. You know I mean? Yep. Anyway, there. That. Okay. Other than that, we had Easter as well. We did. Uh, you may have seen it. We did a Good Friday service with all of our pastors uh, for the Nazarene Church. They all did mm-hmm. like a combined video, all sent in, and that was fun. And we did a, a traditional. Well, I used to think a traditional. Uh, dinner for Thanksgiving or Easter, sorry, which was like a chicken, chicken dinner. Ham. Easter's we had McDonald's. Ham. Oh, McDonald's. Skip, did well, you we, skip we the thought, dishes? What's, we could make a, like a fancy dinner, but Oliver's not going to eat it. So what would Oliver be pumped to have for Easter dinner? That's cool. McDonald's. So that's what we had. Hmm. There you go. All right. Yeah, good for you. Have cool. you guys had the, uh, the chicken McGriddle yet at McDonald's? No but I've seen it on the food review show I watch. It's delicious. Hmm. Yeah, it's really good. Well, Andrew, you ready? Sure. Let me just check what I'm ready for. Andrew, I'm going to toss to you with the tiebreaker. Okay, tiebreaker. 
so we are going to read a predicament, a argument, a situation. And then we are going to discuss it and try and break the tie, help resolve this issue for these poor people that just their relationship is in peril. <laughs> uh, and if you have a tiebreaker, if you have a situation that you would like us to discuss uh, publicly in front of everybody, you could send it in to us by visiting OxfordHolyClub.com and you can send it in anonymously if you want. Yeah, or you, you can. can you can send it in with your names and we will uh, break that tie for you. Um, that's what, maybe that'll be a good thing. That's what we do. Maybe it'll be a bad thing. But uh, here we go. Ren, my husband Vincent uses headphones to listen to podcasts as he falls asleep. This has damaged many pairs of headphones, some of which were relatively expensive. We easily go through 10 plus pairs of headphones per year. That's a lot of headphones. That is a lot of headphones. <laughs> I'm also concerned that this is a safety issue. One more than on one more than one occasions, I've woken up to have his headphone cords wrapped around <laughs> my arm or see them tangled around his own limbs. Okay, Wait, what's this guy's bed. name? Vincent. Okay, I've voiced my concern. He remains unconcerned. He's refused my offer to use a Bluetooth speaker instead. I'd like you boys to break this tie and order that Vincent can no longer sleep with headphones in to protect the safety and sanity of his adoring wife okay i've already got a solution to this do we know what's the wife's name ren ren okay oh yeah there right at the beginning ren that's a nice name interesting name i like it uh ren i think you've got to just teach him a lesson um i don't think i don't think there's any i don't think there's any any discussion to take place that's going to change his mind as you've attempted to and it doesn't seem that money is an issue for him as he's but about 10 and the fact that you say 10 a year tells me this has gone on for multiple years right because that's an average yeah that's a lot um so what you need to do this might this might come across a little morbid but uh what you got to do is uh you've got a stage um oh some, my goodness some oh my type. goodness Matt, no no don't go there I don't, I don't all right Ren, you know what i'm talking about um, <laughs> let me know. Listen, let me know how it goes. We already had someone concerned in chat that you said backside earlier, and, and can, <laughs> so if you're going where I think you're going, well, I'm just saying that you know he's. Sometimes people just got to learn their lesson. Um, so you're suge- you're suggesting that you- I didn't say. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying, Ren. <laughs> you know what you have to do. Yeah, make it believable. Yeah, that's right. Sell it. <laughs> just give him a real scare, whatever that looks like. So, do, and uh, do you have the ambulance on call right outside the window? Do you guys do you guys sleep with headphones in? No. What an animal! How do you even get to sleep with something in your ear? I do it every night. This this hits home for me. I, like so, like are I'm you listening not, to something. I, I am not. Yes, every night. Uh, podcast. What are you listening to? This very well could have been me. You're oh. listening to our podcast, aren't you? Uh, well, only on only on Tuesday nights. Yeah. You listen to podcasts. That's pointless, just so you know. Like while you're going to sleep? Yeah, once you're asleep, you're asleep. You're not, you're yeah. not taking anything in. I know. Thank you. Judge all you want, judgy. Are you wearing, are you wearing you. your AirPods though? Like- so I've got AirPods in. Um, but before that, like I would listen to whatever I wanted. 
if I didn't want to watch a TV show or something like that, I would just put a podcast in or an audio book and then I would just be there listening to it. And eventually I'd fall asleep. And then the next day I'd go back and pick up wherever I left off. You wouldn't um, know where you left off. I know where I left off. Thank you very you much. You would not know where you left off. It's you not, fell asleep. Listen, <laughs> listen, I've got years, Matthew, of falling asleep with headphones and listening to stuff. I'm fine. <laughs> Try. Do you sleep on your not. Back? Do you sleep on your back? Uh, I sleep on my side. How How is that even possible? Like, that doesn't bother you. No, 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 stupid. Look here. This doesn't why bother would you, you. Why would you put the whoa, headphone? Whoa, whoa, why would whoa, you put the head? Fired. Hey, hey, hey. None of that language. Why would you put the headphone in the ear that's going against the pillow? Oh, you're just wearing one headphone. Yes, I'm just wearing one headphone. Oh, I'm okay, not an no, animal. Okay. Okay. No, I, I'll back off. All right. I thought, <laughs> I, thought you had, I thought you had both headphones in. I'm like, how is that no, a thing? No, no, my But goodness. truth be told, if, you, if you're wired up and you've only got one headphone in, that's more dangerous. Look at all this slack you've got. Which is why when AirPods came along, thank you, Lucas, for outing me on the whole listening to Narnia back in the West Lane days. That's true. I used I love those audiobooks. Um, hey, should we get back to the time? Well, my, my, yeah, this is all well, this is part of it. This, this is part, is part of it. Of it. This, we're building the case. Okay. Uh, the, I mean, I've already given the most solid advice. <laughs> the point the point is is that I remember I very well like I went through headphones. I would wake up and they'd be frayed from rolling on them or stuff like that, or you get them wrapped around. So I get that there's a safety issue. What yeah. I don't I don't get like. A Bluetooth speaker makes no sense to me because the reason you're using headphones is so that you can listen to it privately, not have, not be sharing it with everybody. So Bluetooth speaker, that seems like a ridiculous answer to this. But we live in an era I don't know of about ridiculous, but not the best. We live in an era of AirPods. Like to me, this is not that this is not a hard solve and one yeah. that doesn't require so much prep and setup as Matt's uh, suggesting. Here's, here's what I I'm say. I'm just saying, lesson learned. I say you give them a headphone budget for the year. <laughs> and if he, he breaks through all his headphones in the first month, he's that's out. Tough. He's done. His budget's blown. Or he could save up his budget and buy some, some AirPods or whatever, and maybe some longevity. But I think you just got to cut him off. I'll tell you, just from an AirPod perspective, I because I lay on my right side, I use my left one almost every night. And now my left AirPod, the battery on it, uh, I maybe get an hour, hour and a half, where the right one I've still got tons of, tons of battery. Anyway, Air- I think AirPods are stupid, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Matt, are you all yeah, right? You see people walking around with their AirPods and they're sticking out of their ears like this. And okay, well, is the AirPods stupid? Oh, no, you're right. Sorry, <laughs> the people who wear AirPods are. Well, Sometimes, there's 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 always. different there's different types of AirPod users. I think we can all I've seen I've seen people with it upside down in their ear. Anyway, yeah. uh, okay, good, good quality. Lucas, Which actually, that's that. what you should start doing, Brad. What's Use that? your right side one upside down in your left ear. <laughs> life hack. Life. Yeah. Why life is it? Why isn't Lucas just on the show? He's commenting every ten seconds. Lucas, just join us. Just come in on your cell phone from your bed. Live from your bed. Put a shirt on. Scott's asking a question I'm not sure that we can answer. I still want to know how he breaks so many and gets wires wrapped around his wife. That's crazy. Mm. Night Nightmares. Nightmares. Night terrors. Do you think he uses them as a weapon in the night when he's having a a fever dream? I mean, I I haven't been there, so I can't say for sure. Maybe he's listening to Narnia and he's getting... Way yeah. too into it at night. What does it What yeah. does it say to you that this guy is unconcerned about the fact that he's wrapping something around his 
neck in the night. Yeah, this, and let's use his name. Vincent, you're careless. Vincent, you're selfish. <gasps> you're living fast and loose, yeah. man. Fast yeah. and loose. Exactly. We know how that ends. And I already talked about it. She even offered to buy you, a, I presume, buy you a speaker. Anyway, so, anyway. okay, so hold on. So, I'm with Ren. I'm with Ren. I am and I'm not. I'm with him that he should get rid of the wired headphones and that there's no reason in 2020 that you can't have a cheap um, Bluetooth headphone. They're everywhere. You can get them. Okay. So that's my answer. Andrew? Uh, I am, uh, short answer, I'm with Ren. Good. I just think it's outrageous that you would buy 10 pairs of headphones in a year. Yeah, agreed. So Andrew and I are with Ren. Brad is lukewarm. So, What'd you say I am? Lukewarm. Oh, well... I'm more with Ren than I am with Vincent. I just think there's other options. All right, Vincent. Matthew. Lucas All is right. just going on and on. Oh, Lucas, here. just please jump in the chat. <laughs> I rotate like a rotisserie Costco bird. <laughs> <laughs> See, wouldn't that have been much funnier spoken from, from Lucas? He probably wouldn't have thought of it, though. He's expending he so much energy true. on those thumbs right now. Yeah, he's just full of it. Oh, oh, hey, mom. Yeah, you missed an awful lot. Matt so said, many good things. Matt said backside earlier. That was a whole thing. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, we're going to change gears a little bit here. Big time. Um, every week, every week, something that we really want the focus to be and we enjoy doing is what we call SMORP. Uh, and what the SMORP stands for is it's for scripture, message, obedience, repentance, and prayer. And it's just a time where we take a short piece of scripture and talk about it. We don't claim to be scholars or to know it all, nope. but... We are fans of discussion and uh, we don't always agree on it, but that's also a fantastic thing because it's perspective. And um, we want to ask you guys to be a part of it, to follow along and um, that uh, feel free to share with us. Or if there's anything that you have questions about, again, we may not have the answers, but we can find them because we know people that are a lot smarter than us. And so we're just going to walk through this scripture and uh, kind of work our way through and talk about it. Feel free to jump in on the chat as we go. So, we've got a bit of a beach ball here today. This is an easy one uh, to hit. John 3.16 to 18. For oh, God, actually, sorry, to 20, 21, Matt. To 21, for God so loved the world. Here we go. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only son of God. And this is the judgment. The light has come into the world and people love the darkness rather than the light because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light lest his works should be exposed. But whoever does what is true comes to the light so that it may be clearly seen that this work that his works, sorry, have been carried out in God. Hmm. All right. Oh, come on, keyboard. Everybody get that or do we want one more time? Why don't you give us one more while I work out my keyboard? There it is. All right. John 3, 16 to 21. Here we go. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only son of God. And this is the judgment. The light has come into the world 
and people loved the darkness rather than the light because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his works should be exposed. But whoever does what is true comes to the light so that it may be clearly seen that his works have been carried out in God. Hmm. All right. Very good. So this is the the scripture that we're working off today. And again, very familiar. Um, well, I'll even say just the first part is very familiar. It's unfortunate that so many people stop too soon. Exactly. It blows my mind how, and I was one of them. Um, cause we all, y'all grow up. We, we've all grown up hearing John three sixteen, yeah. And then if you would just read one more verse. Oh yeah. Right. Like one I more, think- one more verse is, is so huge. Yeah. So I don't want to take away from verse 16 because that's, that's the gospel. That's right. what happened. But when it comes to understanding Jesus, read 17. Uh, this is, you know, which anyway, we'll talk about it. Here's what scripture, here's what we're looking for in the scripture. Mm. In the scripture piece, we're looking for words or phrases or observations from this passage. Something that's kind of jumped out at you uh, that maybe is a point of correction or uh, uh, sorry, um, what it's talking about the nature of God um, and the work of God and just something for you to kind of focus in on when we're doing this. And so, uh, Andrew, from these verses, what is it that you've kind of found to jump right out? So I think it's all gold. It's all great. And every single time you're reading something, I was like, Oh, Oh, that's my thing. Oh, that's my thing. Uh, but, uh, I really like, uh, verse 20 for everyone who does wicked things, hates the light and does not come to the light lest, his works should be exposed. Mm-hmm. And I mean, how many people can relate to that in terms of, you know, depending on how deep in you are, you know, from the light, how hard is it to get to that point, to get from the darkness to the light? And, you know, for one, you just can't, you're so far from the light, you can't see it, but also, you're admitting your wrongs. Mm-hmm. If if you're if you're saying I need to go to the light, I need to get to that point. You're also acknowledging that you're doing wicked things, or you're you know you you hate the light or whatever. And I just feel like so many people get get stuck on that part in t- trying to recover or trying to get out of whatever hole they're in. Is just acknowledging that you know what this. I, I am in a bad spot and I am doing bad things, which means that I need to go to the light. Um, and I don't know. I just, I just always stick to the relatable stuff in terms of, you know, these verses. And, and to me, I just feel like a lot of people, you know, that's the situation they're stuck in. Okay. So I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. So what is it that keeps people in your opinion, your, your experience from making the jump? Like what is it, in, as it says in here, uh, less their work should be exposed. What is it that keeps them from? Well, I think that's it right there. That's the the fear of being exposed for who you really 100%. are. Hundred percent. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay, Brad. What do you think? Uh, for me, the scripture. Sure. Uh, seventeen. Seventeen. When when I first read seventeen, verse seventeen. It changed the way I processed verse 16 and everything that followed. It, ch- it changed the way I, rec- I understood Jesus. 
I understood the Father, the Holy Spirit. Like for me, 17 is, it, it transformed my relationship with God. It transformed my ministry. It transformed everything for me. Yes, 16, as you said, that's the gospel. And we start, like that's, the, that's where we start. But this whole idea, God did not send a son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Which you wonder why he wrote that. Maybe did some people like today perceive or, or think that, <laughs> that Jesus came to condemn and that the father, you know, there's this picture of the father in heaven waiting with a, you know, like a, a hammer when we screw up to, to hit us. Mm-hmm. But if people would look in, in scripture, well, I don't want to get into message, but if people would look in scripture, we see time and time examples of people that were wrong, 100% wrong, brought in front of Jesus, who was the only person that had the right to judge, that actually had the authority and the right to judge and condemn, and he didn't. Yeah. He called them out of sin, but he didn't condemn them. You know, the, the woman that was caught in adultery, mm-hmm. you know, like he said, neither do I condemn you. Then he said, go and sin no more. So he doesn't just say, it's all good, off you go, right? It's not that. It's, Brian Kinch is now following. Guys, we've done it. He doesn't just say, you know what, I, I forgive you, it's all good. He, he calls us into a relationship and into holiness and, and does not condemn. However, if we're on, and you, you know, we get, you get down a little further, that's all well and good, but there's something on us. There, there's something that we need to do because if, if we won't receive what he's giving us, then the judgment is there already. The judgment's in place now if we are unwilling to receive Christ. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I'm going to piggyback off you. I agree. Please. And once again, Scott Layton steals my thunder. But I think that the reason that the big part of this was put in scripture was as a reminder to say <laughs> for us today, because how many uh, churches, people, how many religious people uh, who call themselves maybe Christians um, are, are are more leaning on the it's my job to condemn you know it's my job to, than the oh no it's my job to love and mm-hmm. my job to share and too many times and churches I don't care what church you're a part of what denomination you're a part of you've dropped the ball somewhere along the line and whether it's back in your history or maybe you're still doing it I don't know but some people get so focused on the idea of like oh no no we need to go pick at this let's pick at that let's tell them how bad this is and that God's going to condemn them when I have this image of God just being like no 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 that's my job for later yeah, like yeah. don't don't be your job right now is to love them and that's it just love them you know find ways now love can love looks differently Love looks like encouragement. Love looks like support. Love looks like discipline. Love Thank looks you. like, yes. you know what I mean? Love look, looks like truth, yeah. but it's not in condemnation, right? And this is the thing where so many people have this God complex and I, and I, and I don't want to come across like I'm, I'm talking down on any, well, but I kind of am. You're getting it wrong. <laughs> you're getting it wrong. Easy, Matt. In, Easy, Matt. Getting heated here. Yeah. Uh, you're getting it wrong. Uh, if you believe that it's your role in order to condemn, to in some way discipline um, above what authority has been given to you uh, or in order to like, I know of some that they're just like, oh, you've done this, move on, sorry. No, but, well, there's no love in that. You know what I mean? And the example I shared, like this idea of, oh, I'll pick at this, they'll learn, that'll change their hearts. I don't know that anybody has ever come to Christ because of a picket line or a, a yeah. demonstration for Jesus. You know what I mean? 
I have. I Maybe have. they have. Lucas, yeah, those are big at Lancaster, I know. Lucas, <laughs> um, Lucas, I'm, I'm going to interrupt you parties. just for a sec because Lucas makes a really yeah. good point here that we can't get mad at non-Christians for acting like... Or, oh, we can't get mad at not Christians for not acting like Christians. Yeah. I, the other thing too, Matt, just with what you're saying in what love is, like scripture talks to us that we, if we see a brother that's in error... Yeah. To, to talk with them, but it's in love, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Every time. So, yeah. so and, there's, there, and there's a proper way to do that. Exactly. You can read in Matthew, there's a proper way to do that. Not once does it involve standing them up in front of the congregation and reading them out, you know, and at no point does it involve, um, again, some kind of demonstration or anything like that. Like that stuff, stuff burns me. Um, whatever your opinion is on the guy um, of Tony Campolo, whatever it is, um, he did say one thing. There was a there was a controversial bill in the states uh, a few years back now, and it was to try and get the government to stop allowing this one specific issue. And they came to Tony Campolo at the time because he was a prominent Christian leader, and they said, "Hey, we'd love to have your name on this uh, petition to say don't allow this to happen. Don't don't the government won't pass this bill, kind of thing." And Campolo said, "No way." He's like, "I absolutely refuse to sign." He said, "Because the minute I sign." Uh, this petition to not allow these people to do this. He said, no longer do I have the opportunity to demonstrate love to them because all they're going to see me as someone who opposes them, sees me as an enemy. And he said, what opportunity then do I have for a relationship? What Mm. opportunity do I have to speak truth into their life? And so for me, I think, again, it's not about, it's not, and and when Christians go on about like, oh, we have these rights. No, you don't. You really Hmm. don't. You know, our, our, our truth and our authority comes from God and we're called to be obedient. And, you know, it doesn't mean you have to do everything that the law is, but it just means you don't live your life in a way that it would be impacted by that. And so this whole idea of being condemned, some people believe that that's their sole job and sole purpose. And I think they're going to get a rude awakening uh, when God, when they, when God looks them in the eye and just says like, Hey, you know, what are you doing? This, this is not what you've been asked to do. How did you love these people? Yeah, it, Scott makes a really interesting point. Um, let's see. I appreciate, Scott, all you're saying, but I'm losing you now in chat. Oh, so no, he he's, said, he's right on. He said so many times Jesus said, you've heard, but I say, right? Like these religious leaders have heard these different things, but Jesus is clearing stuff up. Do you, ever, do you ever wonder why Jesus would always say, he who has ears, let him hear? Do you ever look at that and go, um, Me? Like everybody that Jesus, he, but he was saying like, hey, listen to what I'm saying here. If you pay attention. Um, yeah, no, I totally agree. And I mean, I mean, you can take this back again to the whole story of the adultery, you know, throw the stone. And like you had said, Brad, nobody threw a stone, not even Jesus. And he says to her, hey, change what you're doing. Go sin no more. I mean, this is the whole idea of it. We're not to condemn and to hold over. Yeah. All right, moving on. What do you sense the Lord saying to you in this reading? Uh, is there a word of correction, guidance, encouragement, wisdom, or promise uh, that you can take out of these uh, pieces of scripture, Andrew? Go back to me. I, I, I don't know how to put this, so I'm just going to say it as bluntly as I can. Mm-hmm. But it just, I mean, we all know this, but, but there are people that are living right now in this judgment. Yes. And unless one of us comes to them in love and points them to Jesus, they're going to receive this judgment. Mm -hmm. That should be a a motivator. 
And what I sense the Lord saying to me is, you know, I, I, I've led people to the Lord and I'm, uh, you know, but it's just kind of a different motivator that I'm sensing the Lord talking to me right now. Like, do you recognize that when you're walking down streets, talking with people, that there are people that are living in this judgment right now and you have the light, you, you have something to share with them that could, that could help. Mm-hmm. I don't, that's so how do you do that. How do you do that? Uh, I, I have a soapbox and I bring it with me. <laughs> and when I find a good corner, no, big loudspeaker. No, you, you, for me, um, there's, there's polarizing opinions on this, but I have found that I have to earn the right to speak yes. into someone's good. life. And, and that takes building relationship and trust. Now, there are people that will argue and say that, no, it's by signs and wonders. It's got to be by the miraculous that this stuff happens and, and that relationship usually takes too long to build. And by the time you build the relationship, you're too scared to wreck the relationship to share Jesus. And I'm sure that there are cases that are like that, but my experience has eh, been... Uh, that sounds like a bad excuse to me. My, my it sounds like a cop-out. <laughs> I don't want to get to know people. Yeah, that's a cop-out. My experience has been is that I, especially now, I have to earn the right because we're not in mm. a culture right now that just takes what you're saying at face value. No. They, you say something and they go, okay, show me. Yeah. And, and if your life doesn't line up with what you're saying, people see it. And, and the moment they catch that, you're a hypocrite. Mm. Yeah. So as much as people, as much as people dump on millennials for this whole, what you just kind of explained of this, um, oh, the word escapes me. Um, I think that they're the ones that are going to absolutely, that generation uh, are going to be the ones that absolutely have a higher volume of people walking in more sincere relationship with Christ. Because they're looking for authentic. Yeah, exactly. Because they, they, they didn't just, Anyway, I'm not going to talk about that part. My whole part of it is this, is that um, I agree with you, is that I don't even know that you ever even have, Why? where would you even have the opportunity to speak into someone's life um, about what real life could look like if there isn't some type of respect or if there isn't some type of right. a relationship? You know what I mean? Yep. Um, which, again, I think you and I have kind of had this conversation around camp, Brad, about uh, and rallies where... Hey, we love them, but what are we really doing here? You know, hundred percent. Yes. And so it's this idea of like this flash bang, get in, get out, that stuff. Um, it's not working on a generation, the generation we have right today. And I'm glad because it's causing Christians to actually have to pull up their socks and say, <laughs> "Oh, maybe I got to get to know my neighbor a little bit." You know, this and, uh, this really kind of is a primer for what Lucas wants to talk about. Uh, very much so. Yeah, that's good. Okay. I would say, Oh, sorry, Andrew. I would just say that I like, I'm in agreement with all of you in terms of authenticity and being real with people. And I think that's something that myself and uh, Wayne, the other pastor at our church, like we're not trying to be someone we're not just because Mm -hmm. we, we have pastor in front of our names. We're not trying to, act a certain way in front of people. We want to be real and make people comfortable and not feel judged and things like that. And I think that's, you know, my main strategy is, and it it may be almost to the, to the extreme of being not good, you know, in terms of just trying to be a normal person and just be a, be a friend and, you know, not make someone uncomfortable because you're a pastor or things like that. 
Yeah. No, it's good. All right. Uh, last part that we're going to talk about is the obedience part. What is it you can do about it? And I think we've kind of already hit this, but uh, sum it up for each of you guys. What is it that you can do from this scripture moving forward? Oops. Well, Andrew's going to. Okay, he'll go we're, first. We're going to talk. Good. Okay. <laughs> Which is simply this is build relationships. Um, Cause that's going to be your opportunity. Build those relationships, but don't shy away from the, the actual conversation of telling people about Jesus. Right. Um, who was it? <sighs> Man, I'm just can't remember anything tonight, but uh, was it Augustine? Who was no, no Francis, whatever. Say a somebody, more. Say a some, more. somebody will put it in here. Lucas, I'm sure will know. Name drop. Um, where he was just like, um, Share this is a terrible paraphrase. Share the gospel, and when necessary, use your words. Oh, Saint mm. uh, Saint Francis of Assisi. They See, thank you. Okay, they, um, he didn't which, say it, but they. I think they credit that to him. Yeah, credit to him, which is terrible. Because um, that's thank you. Thank not, you. Yeah, it's not the whole thing. First part of it, absolutely. Walk the walk, because you wonder why people say, "Oh, Christians are hypocrites." Because so many Christians are hypocrites. Bottom <laughs> line, you know what I mean. So I mean, it's it, it is what it is. If it quacks like a duck, right? And so the whole thing is, yeah, walk the walk. But at, at no point should you hold back from giving testimony. It talks about that in scripture, right? At all times, it'd be in, in, in and out of season, be ready to share of the power of the faith of the Holy Spirit in your life. And so it's it's the one-two punch. They got to come together. Um, but okay. again, make sure you get them in the right order. I'm going to throw something at you that's not... Do you think people think that Christians are hypocrites because for a really long time there was teaching that basically when you become a Christian you are sinless and that there is a, a point in your life where you are sin you do not have sin when what I think experientially I think each of us would maybe say if I can speak I shouldn't but I would say that it's been a process for me and so well, you're talking about the churches we grew up in right but I guess what I'm saying is is that there's a doctrine and a teaching that basically says eventually, just like that, there's a, another work that takes place and then you're, you're good till glory. You're covered. And, and but, and, and so people teach that, mm. but then the, the, like there are Christians that are rock solid Christians that are going to heaven that are dealing with stuff in their life. Yeah. And, and, and I, th- I wonder if the problem is people look at that and go, well, then it's not real. Well, and the other problem is because, and so afraid to do anything about it or talk to anybody about it because of the judgment that comes for the rest of the Christians who also have a whole lot of crap going on in their life, but they keep it covered up. And then there's shame and then there's guilt and then there's questioning. And then I'd love to know the statistic, how many people just walk away saying, well, you know what? Maybe it's just not for me. Maybe I'm not. Maybe we should just talk about our feelings. (laughs) Oh, I'm uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. (laughs) Scary. But anyway, yeah. But that's the whole idea of it, right? So, well, and it's it goes along with like social media, right? Everyone has their social media yeah. life, right? Yeah. And everyone's perfect, and you know, you have perfectly crafted photos, and nobody thinks anybody's going through stuff, but everybody's going through stuff. Everybody is. Yeah. So, so yeah. then, is the act like of I'm going to post on Facebook later all about Brad's story about putting his kids in the room for all day yesterday, just so people know he's not perfect. <laughs> no. They were not in their rooms all day. Okay. Is the is the act of obedience then to just to be authentic? Like yeah, be authentic. Just just, just, just be who you are. Be, but but I'm not saying that we flaunt our what flaunt no, our in being no no in being authentic being authentic it would be, <laughs> I can't say that word it would be completely the opposite of flaunting it and showing it. Sure, I think that it, there's there's it's it's this idea of. 
this is just me. This is just me. Like Andrew, you know? for for instance, what you said about how how you are how you are living as a pastor, the decision that you've made to be you as a pastor. I know for me, you, you look at pastors and we, we've always put them on pedestals of, man, I just wish I was like that person because they're not dealing with anything. They've got it together, uh. right? And, and I've always, when I, when I go to a church, if I'm, if I'm new uh, or with the youth group, things like that, I've always said, and I've said from the pulpit, um, there will be a time that I will let you down. But I have good news for you. There will be a time you'll let me down. Mm. And, and so if we can just agree now to, to be real with one another and be forgiving mm-hmm. with one another, we'll be okay. But let's not elevate, right? I yeah. mean, we could go into the whole discussion of why so many pastors uh, have moral failings or do things uh, that are unexpected because they are put on a pedestal. And absolutely. Well, then they start to believe like, Oh, power does crazy things, and so this is the this is this is the part of it. I'm going to bring it back to the gen, this generation that we're currently in. I wonder if we're seeing so many of these high-profiled, which is a problem, uh, high-profiled church leaders and pastors being exposed because this generation isn't just satisfied with the pat answer of, "Oh, that's the pastor, that's the leader." Just mm-hmm. follow. And I'm not saying we need to grill them. I'm not saying we need to give them a hard time. If anything, we need to be easier on these guys and allow them to be real and allow them to be guys and girls when we need to allow them to <coughs> to struggle and support them probably more than even we would the people in the rest of the congregation because they are leading. And so I think this whole idea of um, of, of being able to share who you are can only happen when the condemnation piece is removed. I guarantee when the woman stood before Jesus and those religious, like she wasn't hiding anything. In fact, and you know, the Bible says that she was naked. There, there was nothing that wasn't laid out before him, right? Like not, she couldn't hide anything anymore. She was, her, she was authentic with who she was. Now she had a lot of flaws and, and guys, Hey, I've got flaws too. Okay. Um, but Jesus didn't condemn, and I, I just keep coming back to that. We just we, be real, and and Jesus is calling us to walk in holiness, to to work on us. If we'll allow the Holy Spirit to work on us and transform us, it that is real. It does happen. I've said it before. Um, I'm not, I'm not sinless, but because of the transformation that has taken place in my life through Jesus, I sin less. Nice. Ooh, put it on a poster. Hey. <laughs> okay, there's a whole other discussion I think we need to have some other time, and it's going to be based around uh, what you had started into there, Bradley, um, with uh, the whole idea of this idea of being taught perfection is attainable or some sanctification, some form of so, some form of like of sanctification perfection that's that you can do here we're gonna that's a whole other discussion this is a great sermon fyi i'm preaching on this at some point (laughs) write it down just play the video back yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, just play the video back cut out the part about your fish because your congregation will be destroyed once they find out but all right the last two parts of smorp uh are repentance and prayer and we're gonna leave that up to you guys um it's not something that we share here but if there's something that we can be praying for share our feelings sorry yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I, if you want to be very uh, vulnerable right now, please feel free to be. But with that said, if there's anything we'd be praying for for you guys, as specific or as general as you want, send us a message and uh, you can know for sure that we'll be doing that.
Turn it over to you, Brad. Thank you very much. That was some good conversation. Mm. I, I really do enjoy this morp. And you know what? What's so funny is, and I'm not, not I'm not knocking what you said, Matt. At the very beginning, you're like, "This is a beach ball, right?" Yeah. But but there's and you knew you knew this. Uh, there's so much there, and we could continue to go into this. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. So I'm a, I have. We had super fight scheduled next, but I I was looking through some of the scenes that we were doing, and I think one of the I think a great way to end tonight would be with Andrew's um, haircut video for the people. Oh, absolutely! By the way, Andrew, um, for all those people out there that are saying like, "What are the pastors even doing now?" <laughs> this is what they're doing. All yeah. right, they're 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 taping videos, and they're spending hours editing them. <laughs> and uh, and I just want so you to many know, hours. I just want you. To then know. we the the re we had to re-record everything again. I wasn't oh happy. Uh, yeah, it was just anyway. All that to say, your videos have absolutely impressed me. They have surprised me so much about how oh, the, much they again made me the laugh. first one, the first the uh, pastor alone. I had nothing to do with that. I don't want to take credit for that. Yeah. I didn't do anything with that one. Well, I'm just saying I have, I have been, I laugh at all of these. It takes a lot to make me laugh. And these consistently uh, make me rewatch. So you're doing a fantastic job. Thanks. You're, you're definitely earning your paycheck. (laughs) So I I have two thoughts before we go into this video. And the first is related back to the SMORP about um, these rock star pastors and the power and all that. If yeah. gentlemen, we need to make an agreement. Lucas, if you're on your sick bed right now, you've got to get in on this. But kind of tuned out here. Yeah, deathbed. It, yeah, if we ever get over two thousand likes, we shut down. Okay, if we because we do not we don't want that kind of power. Uh, <laughs> That's true. But if it grows and we ever make a feature film about uh, four four young adults with internet access and nothing to do, I don't know. I, I'm not a pitch guy. Young but. adults? What is going on here? Oh, right. I'm 37 not, years old. Oh, right. I'm not Never a young mind. adult. Sorry. I'm almost 40. <laughs> I look like I'm 50, I still feel, but I'm I still, almost 40. I still feel like I'm in my 20s. Well, my body sometimes doesn't, but Andrew, you need to be the one to produce it. Lucas is already gone. He said, uh, because buddy, I have to, I agree with Matt. Your videos are fantastic. I love the timing, the pacing, everything about it. And with that, yeah. I'm going to toss up this video and then we'll come back to, uh, to exit this thing. And here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, please enjoy. Andrew, do you want to intro this thing? <laughs> Lucas, you, the haircut. <laughs> so good. Very good. Well so, done. So good. Well done, yeah. Andrew. Oh, I just want to give credit to Holly. She's the office administrator. And I had this like vision of things I wanted her to do. And she did everything exactly how I imagined it. You're just a natural director. Uh, yeah. Just a yeah. natural. I'm going to start calling you Spielberg. Thank you. Let's go Spielberg. Let's see you use those chops to get us out of here. Oh. Oh, actually, can I lay down a challenge? Is it is it ribs again? No, no, no. Oh, that's ribs. Ribs. So uh, I got sucked back into TikTok because no, oh yeah. Um, the, I think the best song out there right now. Have you heard that "Blinding Lights" by The Weekend? That song? No, no, fantastic. Anyway, on TikTok right now, there's this challenge thing where it's like a 20 second dance that you do uh, to the opening of "Blinding Lights." Super funny, super catchy. So me and the curl, me and the girls learned it last week. This dance, TikTok dance. Is this like from your dance crew or your daughters? No, my daughters. Sorry. Me and the girls from the dance group. <laughs> yeah. And so anyway, I would encourage you go on, even just go YouTube and type in uh, uh, TikTok 
blinding lights dance. And uh, I'm gonna, I'm challenging the two of you to record yourself doing it this week. And we'll po- <laughs> and we'll Thank post- you. That's not happening. We'll do it. Come on. Have fun. You've got so much time on your hands. And we'll we'll put them up and we'll have people vote to see who did the best version yeah, of that'll the dance. make me feel good. That'll definitely yeah, make I can't me feel wait good. to see you this? down with that. I can't wait to see this jiggling and moving all over the place. <laughs> no, come on. Are you down? I'm not down until I watch it. I agreed. To see what <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, just know this. If I can do it, you can do it. I don't know about that there one. Okay. That. Andrew, right. for heaven's sakes, until he challenges us with something else. You I'm can throwing... follow our podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, uh, at Oxford Holy Club. You can use the hashtag OH Club on many of those uh, social medias. Uh, we would love a five-star review rating on iTunes for those guys that listen on or girls that listen on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating and we'll read it on the air. First thing we'll do. <laughs> Not only that, but you can send your questions to us at OxfordHolyClub.com. Browse our merch as it becomes available and much much more. We don't pay to advertise, so any growth we have comes from you sharing us, sharing us with others. And sharing is caring. Don't forget it, ladies and gentlemen, so it's not too late. Click that share button. And until next time, keep spiritually fit and have fun. Stay, Stay home. home. Stay home. <laughs>